the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you excited about the Summer Olympics? When you watch with friends, you can impress them with this fun fact. Bruce Springsteen's daughter is an Olympian. What? Did you know about this, Kev? Jessica Springsteen just made minute, the U.S. Was she born to run? <laughs> no, she's not a runner. <laughs> she made the U.S. equestrian team, and she's ranked 27th best horse jumper in the world. I'm just hoping that when she goes out to perform at the Olympics, mm-hmm. they, they've got to play this. <laughs> they have to. This has been a dream of Jessica Springsteen since she was a child. Uh, she tried out when she was in college, and she's now 29 years old and finally living her dream of being an equestrian team member at the Olympics in Tokyo. Wow. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I'm so excited. You didn't know this already. No. Uh-uh. I figured you did. Yeah, because I know you love Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so, an Olympian in the family. But, and from what I, I don't know what the latest is, but are family members allowed to go? No, no. So we'll have no, to watch no it. No family member. They just made an exemption for nursing babies. But right. yeah, no, no family yeah. members allowed. The boss is little girl in yeah. the Olympics. You've probably heard reliable used cars are hard to come by these days, right? Well, coming up, check out what this man in South Carolina is doing to help. This is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. You've probably heard reliable used cars are pretty hard to come by these days. Elliot Middleton is doing his best to change all that. He's a chef by day, runs at his own barbecue restaurant in South Carolina, but in his free time... He repairs used cars, even ones with over 400,000 miles on them. Wow. See, where they live in rural South Carolina, there's no Uber. There's no bus. If you don't have a car, you walk. And what he does when he fixes up these old cars, gives them away for free. Nice. To the elderly, even single moms. This is a lifesaver. He's already rehabbed 32 cars just since last September. What a guy. Isn't that awesome? His dad taught him uh, auto mechanic skills, and he's using them to serve others. Well, it highlights yet another great million-dollar idea I had. Do you remember the idea I had? Because there's no Uber out in the sticks, out in the country. They should have Uber for out in the country and call it Goober. There you go. Do you remember that? Do I remember forgot. That? I had, how could I forget? I mean, I don't want to diminish the good that he's doing, because that's fantastic, but... <laughs> My million-dollar idea does come to life again. Yeah, you should run with it. Need a ride? Call a goober. <laughs> you can even request a vehicle with 400,000 miles There you on go. It. It's a goober. <laughs> Taylor, I know you got to spend some time uh, with your family, see mm-hmm. your dad and stuff. I got to see my dad uh, the other day for the first time since before COVID started. So it's been a long time. But uh, he was sharing something with us about some of his health issues. And it's funny when you hear... Elderly people, he's elderly, talking about their health issues and what their doctor tells them to do and what they're actually doing. It can be two different things. (laughs) Talk about it next. 
do you have parents who are getting older and have some health issues and their doctors tell them to do A, B, and C and you're lucky if you get them to do A and B? Yeah. My grandmother was like that. Doctor told her when she was in her 80s, stop drinking coffee. You're cutting years off her life. And she said, okay. And she never did. And when I say drinking coffee, she drank like a pot and a half a day. A lot of coffee. She Just never as much did. as you. Yeah. She lived into her like mid 90s. Happy as a lark right up to the end. So... So much for that advice, right? Yeah. So my dad is following in her footsteps. He said, you know, the doctor's saying I got to, for my heart, I need to eat more broccoli. So every night they're giving me like big serving of broccoli, which means the dog's getting a lot of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the dog will eat the broccoli. Our dog would never touch broccoli. Isn't that funny? That's hysterical. Goes, yeah, so serving me a lot of broccoli every night. Means the dogs get a lot of broccoli. It's so funny that I bet you the doctor didn't pick out one vegetable. He probably just said, "You need to eat your greens. You need to eat cruciferous vegetables." And he just came out of there like, "Yeah, I'm supposed to eat broccoli." <laughs> There's quite a variety out there, Jack. <laughs> that was really funny. Dog. But man, he is still getting it. 85 years old. He drove us around his his little country town that he was born and raised in, and his. His big Ford F-150 pickup truck. We're going all these twisty, turny roads. It's like a really hilly town that he was born in. And the streets are, you know, this town was established in 1770-something. Wow. He wasn't born then. Um, but the streets are really narrow and small. And we're tooling around this town. He's taking these turns like they're nothing. That's cool. So, yeah. Is he, he was, talkative like you? Oh, my gosh. When we When we <laughs> drove away from our afternoon together, because you guys remember my mom was really talkative. Yeah. Tracy goes... How did they get a word in edgewise with each other? <laughs> That's hilarious. They both, they both talk nonstop. They are both very, very chatty. Now so we know where you get it from. It's a great time seeing him again, though. And the, and the dog's getting a lot of broccoli. So we're talking about getting uh, getting time to spend with my, my dad, who I hadn't seen since before COVID started. So it was great seeing him, but driving around his hometown from where he was born and raised and hearing all the stories of not just his life, but of like my grandmother and my great grandmother, who I had the good fortune of knowing before she passed away. Um, and I remember her. Uh, I remember what she looked like. I can't remember, you know, a lot about her, but I remember mm-hmm. what she looked like. And my dad said, well, this is this is one of the houses that she lived in. We're driving along the road and he goes and back then, like two two doors up, he said that was a bar and a dance hall. Like two doors up from where she lived. Oh wow! And she said it was very popular with uh, military guys uh, who would be they would be on leave and they'd go there and they'd dance and hoot and holler and do their thing. And then when they closed up the bar, they'd head home. Well, they'd head home, but sometimes they'd uh, they may have been flirting with a young lady and they're heading home and they would it would peel off into the yard by my great grandmother's house. And they, you know, want to get a kiss goodnight before they headed on their way. Yeah. And uh, my great grandmother would tolerate this for like two or three minutes, but then she'd fill a, a bucket full of water and she'd go up to the second story window and dump it on them and say, I'm not telling you got to go home, but you're not doing that in my yard. Wow. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's a cold awakening right there. That's a cold shower right there. She's wow. Like, Not in my yard. Somewhere else with that. By the way. So much for supporting the troops, by the way. If you go to the Kevin and Taylor show socials, I did not realize just how much you look like your dad. Oh, yeah? Oh, my gosh. You guys look so much alike.
Yeah, there's a picture. I've, Same I gotta, nose. I got to tell him to uh, to go there because he'll be flattered with everyone saying he doesn't look 85. <laughs> I just love that story. You don't have to go home, but you're not doing that in my yard. Not on my watch. <laughs> tell me if if this sounds nuts to you. My wife bought something new last night. It was just a, a very simple thing. A hair, like something that she, you put in your hair to hold your hair back. Like, hold it back and off of your face. Like a headband? Yeah, like that, but Mm -hmm. it had those little, like, spikes in it, so it kind of, like, goes, you know, like, into your hair. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I remember those things. Yeah, they're cool looking. But anyhow, um, you don't even see it. You just, it pulls your hair back. And she goes, um, I said, what made you you decide to get that one? And and she said, well, when I, I, I went to the hair care department, there were, like, four different ones, but the, there were only two of these left. So I thought, oh, they must be really good. Everybody's buying them. Oh, I, th- I thought they just did that to make you buy it, to make you to give urgency. Yeah, do you feel the same way? Like if you were there and, and there were like two or three, basically the same thing, but a little different. Would you buy the one that there were hardly any left? No, of? I've never. I, 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 the one thing I've never done because I just figured, oh, pff, yeah, right. There's only two left. <laughs> so you thought you thought you think, I think it's, it's a the scam. store trying to get you? Yeah, to buy yeah. It, I think, think it's a scam. Thinking that they're running so it makes out. me not want to buy from them because huh. I'm like, don't you dare try to tell me there's only two left. So when you're you on, can order two more from China in a couple minutes. When you're shopping online <laughs> and it says like, uh, "Hurry, only two left." That does not give any urgency. You to know you when it whatsoever. freaks me out, and I really it gets me like psychologically like. Aah! If it's flights. Oh, yeah. If they say only two seats left, I flip out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got to decide. Do I want to do this trip or not? Do I want to spend this money or not? Can I find a cheaper flight? On, uh, open mm. another window. Look at another airline. <laughs> <laughs> go to kayak.com. You know, I just, I'm like, oh, talk about anxiety. You know, I do that. But con- it doesn't happen with products. Concert tickets. Because when oh, you, yeah, you go to buy yeah. concert tickets, they have that little timer starts You have ticking. eight minutes we'll to purchase. hold these seats for mm-hmm. however long. And then yeah. if something goes wrong with your credit card, sorry, oh. it timed out. What? I've watched you. You do no! that <laughs> if you guys no! ever want to see a flip out like you've never seen a flip out i should film kevin one day trying to get trying concert to get concert tickets, tickets <laughs> straight up at the time when they go on sale to the public what you just let everyone know we have absolutely no connection just because we're big time radio people to get great concert seats we're just no. like everyone else yeah they go on sale we're clicking like crazy mm-hmm. if it's a, a band that we really want to see so, but I thought that was interesting with Tracy. Like, yeah. there were hardly any left, it so works. that's the one I got. Yeah. Kev, there is something that disappeared during the pandemic. Yeah. That's back, baby. Yeah. And I did not realize how excited I would be about huh. this. I can't wait to tell you okay. what it is next. So, there is something that is making a comeback post-pandemic, and I didn't think I would be so excited about this, but I am. It is buffets <laughs> really they're back you've been to a yes. buffet have you I, been to one i well there's a grocery store that has buffet food out yeah and it's finally back like you've got to like sanitize and you have to put the plastic gloves on and it's like this whole procedure and like you have to follow the arrows wow. but um it's such a great way to get a quick easy lunch but here's where i am like the buffet queen i love hotel buffet breakfasts Mm. oh my gosh 
they're just like my bliss. Like I just get so excited. Like really? Oh, you get up and you get a shower, and get all ready for it's your all day, ready for and then you, you go down there and you're like, okay, let's get the coffee first, and that can start to cool off, and then you go get your plate, and you're like, hmm, plate management. What do I want? Ooh, home fries. <laughs> but I love those. <laughs> yeah, even um, they said that. Um, Diners lined up outside the new Golden Corral near Chicago no because kidding. they're so excited the buffets are back. Don't they have like the chocolate fountain there yes. too? But the other buffet restaurants like Sweet Tomatoes, sadly, they folded yeah. during the pandemic. I don't think pandemic. I'm there yet. I don't think I'm buffet ready yet. Oh, you're not? Mm-mm. Oh. It's going to take me a while. Have you ever had this happen to you where you think you know a song and you sing along and then someone's singing with you and they're like, you're not that's not the words <laughs> i do that all the time and then i i'm kevin calls me pop culturally challenged oh very much which i am mm-hmm. and i had one of my epic pop culturally challenged moments last night can't wait to tell you about this next yes i am pop culturally challenged i don't know what it is like i mean no one i've ever met before I, it's it's so weird because i live in a society i try to pay attention but i just get things wrong all the time i get lyrics to songs wrong I won't be able to remember the name of an actor or actress. And this is probably my favorite pop culturally challenged moment I've ever had. Uh, My husband and I were driving to a baseball game last night. Mm -hmm. And this song came on the radio. She's got Betty Davis eyes. Classic Betty Davis eyes. And I was like... This is probably, I think this is probably one of my favorite Rod Stewart songs. <laughs> and my husband started laughing that hard. I'm like, what are you, why are you laughing at me right now? This is a good song. And he goes, that is not Rod Stewart. I'm like, yes, it is. That is Rod Stewart. And she, he's like, no, it's a woman named Kim, Kim Carnes. I'm like, who? <laughs> Kim Carnes. I'm like, no, that is Rod Stewart. He's like, you, you can keep telling me I'm wrong, but it's, it's Rod Stewart. It's not. I mean, it's Kim Carnes. It's not Rod Stewart. There's something really funny so, though. Uh, if you doesn't if you it sound have, like uh, him? If you have Rod Stewart's live album, one yeah. of his live albums, she in Hollywood. It was a show they recorded in Hollywood. She comes on stage and does a couple songs. With no him. way. Are yeah. they like twins? And, uh, and Tina, we just don't Tina know. Tina Turner it? does too. Listen to this. Listen. This sounds like Rod Stewart. Am I the only one who thinks this? She's got better day No, I get it. This, I get it. And yeah. they were contemporary, but with that very raspy voice. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe uh, since Kim Carnes' celebrity has waned a bit, maybe she could be in a Rod Stewart tribute band. Maybe. <laughs> I wonder if I'm the only one that does this. Do you get lyrics to songs wrong and pop culturally challenged? It's not putting Taylor down, but you are the most pop culturally challenged person I've ever known. Yeah. I mean, there it's it's comical i think it's because i grew up listening to like stephen curtis chapman and amy grant and i just didn't pay attention as much as i well you're not alone they normally did, would have they did a survey of folks and here's some of the commonly misheard lyrics like lyrics people are getting along sweet dreams are made of cheese <laughs> instead <laughs> of dreams a uh, couple with abba dancing queen feel the beat from the tangerine <laughs> Is it's, it tambourine? It's tambourine. <laughs> another another dancing queen. See that girl? Watch her scream. Kicking the dancing queen. And the real lyrics are, see that girl? Watch that scene. Dig it, the dancing queen. Oh, I had no idea. I and had it wrong. The last one that I think is hilarious is from, from this one. Built this city, 
city. Of, a lot of people are saying they built the city on sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that was a town in Germany. Here, here, try it. We built this city on sausage rolls. <laughs> we should come up with other ones now. Hey, does the idea of getting any kind of an inheritance kind of make you giggle? Like, yeah, right. Uh, turns out you are not alone, and chances are doesn't bother you one bit. A new survey reveals young adults are fine with older generations spending all their retirement savings on themselves. Younger generations are changing, feeling like their parents and grandparents don't owe them anything, and they want their mom and dad to live it up. Hmm. Yeah. I was, I was, my husband's a fee, a fee only certified financial planner, and he always tells his clients the best gift you can give your kids is to be able to cover your expenses till you pass away. Mm. Because parents get all like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to help with college. I'm not going to be able to, you know, they get so stressed out. So he's saying rather than, rather than help your kids with college. Put Save. money in your 401k mm-hmm. or something. So they're not having not a, like, a burden as they're trying to pay off the college that you didn't help with. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or they don't have to go into debt, so go truly, to college, which, and go which, to community college. Which one do you want to burden them with? <laughs> college debt or you? <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> that's true. way of twisting it's, all my that's words. What, that's basically what he's saying. No, because he doesn't recommend people going to debt to go to college. Oh, okay. You go to community college. That's what he did. He got his degree from Wheaton, but he took all the like subclasses, like yeah. general history and PE and all that stuff. He took it at a local community college there in near Chicago. Oh, who needs community Save college? Money. I mean, Fifteen bucks, you know, be working at a fast food place now. So who needs college? <laughs> <laughs> You're set. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, college is not for everyone. I wonder what the math is on that. Like, if you got a head start, if you worked four years, if you worked four years and didn't go to college and take on that debt, working for $15 an hour, you'd be able to put away, like, $120,000. If you put it all away, $120,000, you could then pay for college and not go into debt. There you go. Got to visit with a cousin of mine who I really haven't got to spend a lot of time with. You know, I'm talking, like, before COVID, we didn't get to see each other that much. And she reached out to me. We were in the same town on vacation. She was like, let's get together. And I really, I'm going to be totally honest. I was like, really? I just don't feel like it. But then you keep hearing about all relationships or what make for a, you know, a solid life and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm getting out of bed. I'm going to go see her. And I'm so glad that I did. Going to talk about my cousin, Carol, and the great chat that we had next. So, uh, man, I want to encourage you today. If you, if you've got some people in your life that you've been meaning to get together with, you've been putting it off. Just do it. Now, my cousin Carol, she saw that my wife and I were on vacation and we were in the same town that she was. And she was like, we have got to get together. And I, so we made a date for this to get together for coffee. And, and nice. Um, it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We, we met up. And, and I honestly, we've had some family stuff going on. Who doesn't, right? Everybody's got yeah. family stuff going oh, yeah. on. So we've got some family stuff going on. I really didn't feel like talking about it. I was like, I know she's going to ask. She's going to ask about everybody. And I just don't know that I want to go that deep and reveal. And so we, we get our coffee and we have our pleasantries and our niceties and, you know, hug and like, oh my gosh, great to see you. And we sit down. First question she asks is about this one situation. And by the way, she knew nothing about it. She was mm-hmm. just like, how's everybody doing? Yeah. And I decided, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to tell her exactly what's been going on. So I did. And she sat there and listened so empathetically 
and so kind. And when I was done telling her my tale of woe, she goes, you know, you're not alone in that. And she then proceeded to tell me about stuff that's been going on with her. Mm. And it's very similar and equally as more painful, probably. And I was just so grateful that I decided, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to lay it bare and talk to her. And it was... The hour and 15 minutes we sat there sipping coffee, I would just flew by. Wow. I mean, she was like, oh, my gosh, we're 15 minutes over when we told our spouses we'd be home. And I yeah. said, Carol, please stay in touch. It was That's just great. great talking with you. And she said, you too. Let's definitely do that. Did you tell me, too, like from social media, it looked like her life was perfect. Oh, yeah. We all do that, right? Like yeah, the I highlight mean, reel. Well, we follow each other. I mean, she's you guys have heard me talk about her before. She hiked the whole Appalachian Trail. It's amazing. She did it. It took her like four or five years. Her and a friend of hers did it piecemeal. Like they do 20 miles one summer, do 20 miles next summer. And it took them a long time. But they did it. Yeah. And I mean, she's taking family trips to Alaska, kayaking and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, one of those outside looking in, you're just like, they did it. Everything was perfect. And that's that's one of the things that we talked about with family relationships and stuff. We're like, you know, we thought we did everything right. Mm -hmm. And you just you just never know. And your job is just to love people where they are. No matter what happens and be there for them unconditionally. And sometimes you got to learn that. So glad you you let the fail down so yeah. she could open up too that was well oh, done it, you That's it awesome. was one of the highlights of the trip i'm just glad we had that hour hour and 15 minutes together it was beautiful do you have that person in your life who literally wastes nothing they can make anything reuse reuse and recycle or whatever it is well that person in my life is my mom and i was just visiting her and my dad in jupiter florida and Let's just say it was on full display. We'll talk about it next. So do you have that person in your life that they do not waste anything? Nothing goes to waste. My kids and would say that's me. Yeah, yeah, you're that way. I'm still the ripped paper towels in half, uh-huh. even though they already come that way now. Yeah. I rip the half paper towel in half. My mom is extraordinarily frugal and good at recycling and reusing things. For example... She always keeps her trash can in a pantry in the kitchen. Okay. I go in there and I'm like, wait, what is that? She has taken, you know how you buy like the giant pack of paper towels or the mm-hmm. giant pack of toilet paper? Yeah. She very obviously carefully slit it open on one end and that became her trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> when the to- I've never seen anyone do that before. She wow. will not let you throw away, Good like you cannot throw any food products in the trash or down the disposal. What? She has a little thing like this little bucket and she buries it in her garden like a compost. Oh yeah. She's basically turned Florida sand into rich soil where she grows <laughs> tomatoes and peppers and wow. zucchini. Look at her. Just one as she calls it, slop bucket at a time. And like, if she catches you throwing like a banana peel in the trash, she'll go, honey. Whoa, 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 and you're like, oh, sorry, mom. Whoa, 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 whoa. And the latest was, you know, I, I was so glad I got to go home to my hometown in Jupiter, Florida, because Elsa was ominous, you know, threatening. I didn't know if it was going to cancel my trip. Well, it, she did, the storm did blow down these little like pine things from the one pine tree my mom has in her yard. I come outside, she's sweeping it all up. I'm like, Mom, what do you, don't you have a blower? She's like, no, I'm sweeping it up and I'm putting it over here and it's becoming mulch. <laughs> like, okay, Mom, I'll go get a broom. I'll right. help you out. In a good 10 years, that's going to be high quality mulch. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's something. I tell you what. Talk about resourceful, though. Yeah. She can figure out any problem, solve. She can repair anything. I call her MacGyver. So when she goes to like Chick-fil-A with the grandkids, does she say, like, kids, everybody grab five or six little packets of Chick-fil-A sauce, <laughs> no, okay? No, thankfully she's not do that. Oh, I'd have to have an intervention. She says, you say pass the ketchup at the dinner table. She tosses you a ketchup pack <laughs> from McDonald's. If they put some in the bag, she's not throwing them away. Oh, yeah, she's but she's not taking them from the restaurant. Keep at least. those. Yeah. It's only seven years old. It should be good. <laughs> it's sealed. <laughs> so I was joking about my mom being super frugal and how she recycles and mm-hmm. reuses everything. She steals even, ketchup packs from Chick Fil A. No, she does not do that. <laughs> She'll even wash out like Ziploc baggies and air dry them and reuse them. It's like it's a scene. But she's the millionaire next door. I bet when, when they which, pass, you're gonna find that'd out be a fun got, surprise. She, she's got like Ten <laughs> million dollars. So, but... It's all from washing out Ziploc baggies. <laughs> But I, I have to hand it to my mom. She is so resourceful and so tenacious. It takes someone like her to care for a husband with multiple sclerosis for all these years. Mm-hmm. I mean, every year he there's something else he can't do for himself. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point now where he's basically like a quadriplegic. Like he can't even feed himself. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's it's pretty special. Like she came in from... We were outside sweeping those little pine chips to make them into mulch. And I, I came out. I said, Mom, I said, Dad's not calling for you, but he said he's really waiting for you. And she comes back in and I can hear them in the bas- in the bedroom together. And she goes, oh, honey, I forgot to raise you up, didn't I? And I almost started sobbing. The tenderness that she shows to him mm-hmm. after day after day after day, year caring after year, for him, right? year after year after mm-hmm. year. I mean, he was diagnosed when I was a little girl. And uh, the way he calls her when he needs her, it's not exactly like, hey, babe, when you get a minute, <laughs> he goes, Sandra. <laughs> That's how he calls her. And she still shows him this unconditional love of Christ. It just, cool. It's so beautiful. What a great couple. Do you keep a bucket list? You know, the things that you want to do before you die. Hmm. Uh, these are the things that many of us want to do before we pass, according to a new survey. And I always thought a bucket list was really, really big stuff, like seeing the seven wonders of the world, or I want to compete in an Ironman where you swim, bike, and run all in one. But the answers on people's bucket lists are way more simple. The number one thing on people's list, get healthier. Hmm. Isn't that fascinating? (laughs) Get healthier so I can die healthy. (laughs) No, so you can enjoy your life while you're here. That's always my motto. motto. I know we all have a set time that God knows the day and the time and the hour. But while I'm here, I want quality. Rich Mullins, my favorite Christian artist of all time, he used to say he wants to show up on heaven's shores and people will be like, oh my gosh, what happened to him? And then Jesus will go, no, 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 he's one of ours. (laughs) Let him in. (laughs) All right. Coming in second place um, for bucket list is travel to an exotic location. Third place went to a money goal like paying off student loans. Um, getting married, having kids, and owning a home made the top 10. Hmm. And my favorite was number six. This is on a survey of people's bucket list. And it's? It is change someone's life for the better. Huh. 
Isn't that awesome? That is cool. My, what a great thing to have. I on think your my list. wife's would be, and it's it's frustrating because it's out of her control, and it would be be a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> that is in God's hands, Tracy. <laughs> Unfortunately, like none of them have even gotten married yet, so it's like oh, that's like man. way. In the Did she talk future. about it a lot? Oh yeah, that's so cool. Like not not so much to them, mm-hmm. but. To us, and then my daughter Amber, who got her own dog for the first time, she'll go. Well, you're a, she's your your grand dog, and Tracy is like having none of this. She's like, no, she's a dog. That is not grand anything. That is a dog. <laughs> nice dog, but no. <laughs> but other than that, she doesn't bro- broach the subject with them. But she'll say to me, "I'm never going to be a grandmother, am I? I'm never going to be a grandmother." <laughs> Coming up, when you find a great sale, do you keep it a secret or do you shout it from the rooftops? If someone compliments an outfit you're wearing, do you simply say thank you or do you have to tell them about the great sale you got? (laughs) Kevin, you're a sale guy. I know you're always telling me like sale rack. You tell me where you got it, how much you paid. So uh, 56% of Americans bragged their family and friends about a sale they found. In fact, 70% of people in a survey hmm. love to hunt for deals just for fun. Close to half of us refuse to buy anything unless it's on sale. It is fun. It's I mean, fun to say you got it on sale. If my wife, if we go to like Target or something and she's like, I got to go pick up. She got a list. I'll go like, all right, I'm going to go poke around a little bit. And I go right to the 70% off rack. And here's a pro tip. This is the time of the year where you can buy like winter stuff. Super cheap. Mm. Super cheap. You just got to look for it. Especially with how hot it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're like. No one's end, thinking sweatshirts and sweaters. End of last sweaters. year, you needed a. You're like, man, my blue sweater's on its last leg. You can go get yourself a nice blue sweater this time of the year. Darn cheap. I mean, really cheap. Are you trying to have a work-life balance coming up? Did you know that being too relaxed in your career can be a bad thing? Hey, are you in pursuit of the elusive work-life balance? Turns out too much of a good thing, even relaxing after work, can actually be a bad thing. Researchers learn there's a limit to the positive impact of balancing your work with plenty of leisure time. Hmm. Simply put, if you're too relaxed, you're probably not doing your job very well. (laughs) Too much stress is never a good thing, but a reasonable Hmm. amount of pressure keeps us sharp at what we do for a living. Huh. What do you think it makes, about that? I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, you can let your hair down a little too much, and then it's like, oh. you you By you, you mean the general you, not the general, me, not yeah. me No, I was not <laughs> pointing a finger. No, 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 no. As he takes his just, feet off of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean in general, you can get a little too relaxed at work. You know, that everyone's had that coworker that's willing to let other people pick up the slack yeah. that they leave, you know, and... They may think, oh, mm. I'm such a work-life balance person. Yeah. And meanwhile, at, at the office, people are like, gosh, I wish they would help out a little bit more. What do they call it? Was it, was it in a Seinfeld episode with the Sidler? Like someone yeah, would work yeah, yeah. really, really hard. I was Elaine. Present a great idea, and they would walk up next to him so they'd get credit, too. <laughs> and, he, and they didn't do it. Literally Mr. Peterman would go, well ju- done, you two. And like Elaine would be like, what do you mean? You oh, and there he was. <laughs> So she gave. She Good told job, him. Team. She told him he had halitosis and gave him some tic tacs. Yeah. So she could hear him coming, so he couldn't sidle her anymore. The, the tic tacs would like make that <laughs> in his pocket. That's funny. And by by the way, despite being pop culturally challenged, Taylor has encyclopedic knowledge of the show Seinfeld. Thanks to my husband. Yes. 
So, Kev, you said that I have, would you call it encyclopedic, encyclopedic knowledge, knowledge of, of Seinfeld. Seinfeld? That's thanks to my husband, Glenn. He is such a huge Seinfeld fan, so he's educated me. Um, but it just came up the other night when we were at a baseball game. Um, we were sitting in this section. We, we went and got some better seats because it was this huge open section where no okay. one was sitting. We're like, let's go sit closer to the field. So we're sitting there, and we're like five rows back, no one in front of us. And there's this family and this mom is giving dad the back scratch of the century. And we're like, I'm like, okay, like that's enough. Like get a room or something. Like this is like, what's going on? And Glenn, people like that, then you you were like, are we not doing it right? Is our relationship okay? And then Glenn goes, oh my gosh, remember the episode where Kramer dates this woman specifically because she has these ginormous long press-on nails and does the best back scratches ever. <laughs> and then when she takes the nails off, he's like, I, I think we need a breakup. <laughs> Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.